Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Yeah, you are. Going to Houston to see the Aztecs in the Final Four. How great of a sentence is that That you, sounds Slee? so weird. <laughs> Imagine if you would have said that two weeks ago. Slee, you're going to... You're going to the Final Four, right? Don't get me wrong. Okay. okay? I, don't, don't get me wrong. I was not thinking San Diego State was going to go to the Final Four. No, but, but you did say you saw some folks that were favoring them over Virginia. Yeah, and they're tough, and they got a bunch of seniors, mm-hmm. and they're pretty good. They're ranked in the top 20 basically the entire year. That being said, they're going to the Final going Four, the and that's amazing. Final Four. So going good. to the Final Four. What was it like? Take okay, me through Okay, so it. yesterday – actually, yesterday is a, is a perfect story because yesterday the pregame show started at 11. I'm looking at the schedule, right? SDSU, after they won against Alabama on Friday, they don't tell you right away what time you're going to play on Sunday. Okay. You just know you're going to play on Sunday yeah. if you win. So I'm looking, and I'm like, all right, what time are they going to put them at? I'm like, okay, well, don't, just don't be the morning game. That's all. <laughs> well, there's only two spots at that point. Right, there's yep, not a lot yep. of choices. But I'm, I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, <laughs> you've done this. You know this because you've done the Lakers pre and post. And when you did it, Sunday nights – are Laker games. Yes. Most of them are on Sunday nights. Yes. You're going to get a Golden State Warriors, Lakers. They're going to put on national TV. It's going to be 1230. But but, but yeah. most of them are oh, going to yeah, be yeah, 6, yeah, 630, yeah. right? Yeah. Most would be 6, 630. So I'm like, all right, the Lakers and the Bulls are at 1230 on Sunday. I'm like, okay, well, that's not ideal. And then they put pregame show starts at 11. Tip off, 1120. That <laughs> <laughs> sucks. So tip offs at eleven twenty. I actually, you know, it's kind of funny in a weird way. And by I, the way, Friday night when they were playing, uh, who'd they play on Friday night? OKC. Yep. Overlapped with San Diego State a little bit. Well, the pre pregame show, San Diego State won the game at five fifty seven. Pregame show started at six. Oh, so you got to see it? Okay. So go. I got to I got to watch it. So yesterday, kind of leading up to it, how are you with this? Because you're going to probably be different. A because I don't know. You're accustomed to this a lot more. If you represent Los Angeles teams, they're just much more successful, period, however you look at it, right? It's a powerhouse. They're winning in one of these sports, or they're competing every single year. For me, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. I'm not. The Padre games were the most... Um, you the were most so nerve-wracking yeah, games yeah, ever. Yeah. I'm like, how how the hell have Dodger fans done this every year for the last 10 years? How do I not have a heart not, attack? The answer is not well. <laughs> Go ahead. I was basically having a heart attack. So the game... Listen, I used once, to weigh 168 pounds until the Dodgers started making the playoffs every year. Once they beat Alabama, the problem was now you have real expectations because they're playing Creighton. Mm-hmm. So a chance to go to the Final Four, and it's Creighton. It's not like they're North Carolina, Duke, UCLA, Gonzaga, Connecticut. All those other teams actually were on the other side of the bracket mm-hmm. for the most part. So once they beat Alabama, now you actually have some expectations. Now you're like, no, no, no. We actually have a chance. They have a chance. We have a chance. Also, go to the final four. So, by the time the game tipped off, Michael and I, and there's a lot going on. LeBron, is he going to make the right. start? Is he not? Lakers have a big game against the Bulls. There's only eight games left in the standings. By the time pregame show ended, we're at halftime, and San Diego State's down five. So I decided, all right, I'm going to go to the con- or I'm going to go to the media room down there. 
kind of take a second, a little breather down there. Um, Brad Turner from the LA Times. He also went to San Diego State, so him and I oh, got a did. chance to uh, you know kind okay. of chat a little bit for a quick. You guys second. have like a secret handshake or a song yeah, we you do. sing together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we do the genuine do, song. It, okay, I, is there a fight song? There has to be. Right, there is a fight there, song. There, do you know it? Um, no, we talked about this earlier. I'm not good at that stuff. Yeah. But I'm like I didn't go to SC, no, 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 no. and I, like he had it on earlier, and I was humming along with it. So yeah. they're obviously playing it at every one of the asset games. This is it, Taylor. Kind of sounds like everybody else's. It is basically okay. like there's one verse that's different than 49 <laughs> other colleges, right? So by the time you got to halftime, it's a game. You're down by five, and then you know the the, the third quarter is starting for. Um, let it keep going. <laughs> I like it. S D S U S D S U Aztecs. Oh, that's mm. basically UCLA's. Mm. That's a mm. that's mm. like mm. this is the equivalent of Vanilla Ice ripping off David Bowie. Yeah, sometimes we gotta take them. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta take. If there's a good track out there, follow along. Why? That's the why recreate clap. it. Like when I heard the S D S U S D S U Aztecs fight. That's the eight clap. I'm now I'm now I'm bothered. Go ahead. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna enjoy it anyway. No, no. So then, um, so by the time you got to the by the time you got to. The Lakers are in the first half of the game, and by the time the San Diego State game is going on, uh, now we're, you know, it's back and forth. I mean, if anybody saw the end of the game yesterday, it's not like anybody's going up 10 points. This is back and forth. Every bucket counts. Every defense. San Diego State yeah. doesn't score. They don't score. They play defense. Yes. So, you know, it, it, when we got to the end and the score was, I think, 52 all. John and Michael have the game on in one of their monitors down there. I have the game on in one of my monitors, even though I kept changing the channel because I was trying to watch it on my laptop because I did that in the Alabama game. Superstition. So State takes a two-point lead, and there's maybe 35 seconds left. They can't get the ball inbounded. They get the ball inbounded, and San Diego State throws it to the other. Remember, they threw it to Creighton right in the other basket, so now the game is tied. So now the clock's running. At the same time, DeMar DeRozan won't miss a shot. Zach Levine is... <laughs> Zach Levine is doing his thing. Patrick Beverly's telling LeBron, you're too small. Like, right. There's just a lot going on. But ultimately, at the end, once he hit that free throw and Aztecs went up one, this was before halftime of of uh, the Laker game. Eventually, when the game, because then they went to the reviews and everything, that it was official, the game was over. It was a weird ending. It was a weird ending. By the ending. way, I don't know what the, the scuttlebutt was. About I know what the, it was. The call, no, I'm talking about the, the foul call, right? That was a foul. I don't. This whole, you know, no, there was a foul. The guy had him hooked around the waist. It's the okay. same thing from Super Bowl, where like, yeah. why are you calling at the end of the game? But yeah, it's a foul. It was so a foul. You can't that, that's oh, foul. by the way, when the kid clanked the first one, do you think he was going to make the second one? Okay, so if you said <laughs> if you said you could have anybody at the free throw line, you want Trammell at the free throw line. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I would just say this. Did you see his quote? He goes, "When I miss the first one, there's no way I'm missing the second one." I'm like, "Oh, you want to bet?" <laughs> so you, you want bet. here was here was the good thing in um here's the good thing that the position that they were in only good thing was that once you just needed one mm-hmm. and in a perfect world you made the first one you missed the second one right. don't make the second one right. 1.2 seconds left but eventually when you missed the first free throw, then you started thinking of everything. I started thinking of Marlon McCree. I started thinking of everything that you could think of San Diego Who's sports the history. That missing? Who's that? Nate Kading. They also didn't guard the inbound. You got to guard the inbound again. Um, I yeah, I know that was part of the conversation, but they had to go 
anyways, so long story short, the problem is they had a 7-2 guy, so I think they were just trying to see if they could double-team him. Once that inbound came, they didn't start the clock right away, which is, I think, what they were reviewing, the, the yeah. why the referees just yeah. said the game's over. And then you had like a quick second of, they freaking did it. <laughs> and then before you know it, it's... Lakers are down twelve or whatever. And did you, you not get to it. enjoy it at all? Did you go no, right I, back I, to the Lakers? I I I enjoyed it. There was once halftime was done, I took a second, called a couple of buddies. I definitely one hundred percent enjoyed it for a quick second. But really, where I enjoyed it was when the game was done. Lakers game was over as yeah. well. Just went home and got a chance to like sink it in. Like they're in the freaking oh, final four. So okay, here see, we talked about this earlier. But if you're mm-hmm. just getting in the car right now, you maybe don't. Al's going. Did you get the green light? You good to go? Yeah, I, still one thing that we got to figure out. But You'll get it figured out. But there's not a hurdle. But left. you got your tickets. You've got the flight tickets. I have for Saturday, and I think this is packed. I don't know how they do it. Monday as well. Got to be prepared. Yeah, Monday right. As so well. you're still looking for some place to stay, but you got the. Fl- I think the stay we're good. It's okay. the flight that I have to book, okay. which I'll do after the show. How long from the time that the referees finished their 45 minute conference at the end of the game yeah. to when they said, "Okay, it's official, mm-hmm. Aztecs win, they're going to the Final Four, Before you knew you were going, was did you talk about it before? Did we get with your buddies and say, "Guys, look, if this happens, yeah. we got to go," or was it? Yeah. Triple zero. All right, let's figure this out. Nothing before. And I think you're probably the same way in this as well. I can't plan. I I can't say that San Diego State's going to go to the Final Four. That's like, how am I supposed to say that? Nothing before. And there was a thread going on. But with was, the three guys you're going with? With the three guys I'm going with. I wasn't too involved because I'm just, I don't like doing that during the game. Once the game ended, whatever they had, I was so behind. All I said was, fellas, we got to go to the game. And then it was... I'm going to find tickets on this, and then they all just kind of went in and made it happen. That's I got one be, buddy that's making it all happen. You're going to have so much fun. I am so incredibly je- – not not jealous in like a bad way. I'm jealous that, and excited that you get to go experience this because you went to a school similar to the school that I went to where – the, the very pinnacle of athletic achievement is not a regular occurrence. This isn't USC or Ohio State or Michigan or, or North Carolina or yeah, Duke, yeah. right? To go to the Final Four, the College World Series, a big bowl game. So it, it doesn't happen all that often. You're going to have the time of your life. It, it will be so much fun. And, and I want the Aztecs to win for you. I want my daughter goes to San Diego State. I want her to get to experience something like that. But even if it doesn't happen, right, even if Florida Atlantic wins the game, yeah. You're going to remember it forever. It's going to be something that you really, truly cherish for the rest of your life. It, it, these experiences don't come around, and I'm so happy you get to do it. So, by the way, I appreciate that very much. I, I think there is something to, you know, when they when they beat Alabama and you knew it was Creighton, and then FAU beat Kansas State, and I'm like, wait a minute, they it's get to up. play Creighton, up. and if they play Creighton, if they beat Creighton, then they get to go up against FAU. Slee. So all of that Slee. is... You could be playing for the national championship on Monday night. Beat Flo- they, they can beat Florida. Now, they can lose, they but can. They, can they can beat Florida. Yeah. You do not need a miracle mm-hmm. to beat Florida. Play well, play tough, play good defense. They can win that game, and now you're in a one-game one situation to win the whole damn thing. That That's the point. I, I will say this, that hypothetically, if it all ended on Saturday, just the – I keep going back to this. To have that logo with the Final Four – yeah, and this, you know, there, there's a there's a lot kind of riding on this for San Diego State as well. Brian Dutcher, we all know the news. Pac-12, 
SC and UCLA, they're out. And there may be, and I think it's more likely than not, San Diego State may enter the Pac-12. So the implications that can have... I think it is more likely than not. The implications that can have for the school and for the city of San Diego that now potentially you can actually get really cool games that are down in SD or you have games at Oregon or whatever the case is, it has those implications. So for me, I was like, just get to the Final Four. If you just get to the Final Four, you can say that you've been to the Final Four. Yeah. What I didn't know is FAU is the team that's there <laughs> that potentially can, you know, you could potentially get there. It, it, it's kind of cuts both game, ways, right? San Diego yeah. State is like, we get to play FAU for a chance to the Final. FAU saying the same thing. Yeah. They're both looking across and saying they're they're kind of the same team, right? They're they're both kind of senior heavy. Mm-hmm. They're both not supposed to be here. They both both go deep, eight nine guys. FAU is a nine seed. San Diego State is a five. Yeah, five yeah. seed. So you know, neither one of these were in the top quadrant of their own bracket. Mm-hmm. It's it's just perfect. Beat some good teams. Both schools yes. beat good teams to get there. Both of them got a little bit of a good draw too, mm-hmm. because they get Furman. Right, and then you had to beat Alabama after that, but but then you got Creighton, so it's not like yes. you had to go through. You didn't beat Kentucky, was, Gonzaga, and UCLA. No, you didn't have to go through that. <laughs> so a game away from potentially getting to the national championship. I was down on campus yesterday, and I went to pick Which, up my daughter. It's the funniest thing in the world. You were there right as tip off is happening. Right, yeah, I got there about an hour before tip off, and then we left right before it was supposed to happen, and. There was a line of people trying to get into the building, Viejas Arena. They were all decked out in gear. They all had the red and the black and the face paint and the wigs. And, and the, it mm-hmm. was just, it was such a great environment. It's going to be amazing when you go there. Are your seats good? I haven't, I don't know where the seats are. Because they're playing it where the Texans play football, right? Yeah. So it's a 70,000 seat football stadium. Mm-hmm. The seating can be if you get a good seat, it's great. It's like being anywhere else. If not, you're watching. If the you get a screen. football seat, it's yeah. like okay. You, There's probably I, I have no idea. Your way into the good ones. Tell them who you are. I wonder if try. <laughs> trust me, I'm trying to pull every alumni card possible. I haven't even got a chance to start because nobody's. It's not like I could call people yesterday. Yeah. Let's see. See if I can make it happen. You should. Where are the powerful SDSU it, alumni? Can I make one quick suggestion? Yeah. That when next season starts. When this is a now a program that has been to the Final Four, can we make some sort of banner that people can see? Unlike the Kawhi Leonard jersey that's hanging in a closet somewhere that you can't even find. How is that? <laughs> how is that? That Final Four banner? I didn't even think about that yet. Yeah, I didn't even get that far. Yeah, I didn't even get that. It's far. really cool. So when UVA got their Final Four banner too, it's it's really cool to see it of lined up. Obviously, there's things like. UVA has had other appearances, but it's just having the new one that you saw that team, you know that team. It's really cool to see that. The Dallas Mavericks. I didn't even think about the banner. What's that? I didn't even think about the banner. Oh, yeah. You don't think I was excited when the Gouges was going to hang a College World Series oh, banner yeah. in the outfield? It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put one in my living room above my bed. Hey, Sue, what do you think about this? Gouge, Gauchos 2016 College World It actually World hangs like. Instead of a canopy over our bed, like a four-poo, we have the gaucho flag from the World Series. Mavs are going the wrong way. The Lakers get LeBron back. What happens next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So if you're not one of the fortunate people like Alan Sliwa, who has their alma mater in the Final Four, and you're headed to Houston to watch them take on uh, FAU on Saturday, of course, the finals will be going on on Monday. You can join Sedano and Cap at the 909 Sports Bar inside Yamava Resort and Casino for a college basketball national championship watch party that is a week from today, April 3rd at 4 p.m. You can watch the game, win prizes. Gary Payton, the glove, wow. is going to be there. He'll be there from 5 until 7. You got wall to wall LEDs, 150 plus screens, 32 craft beers. It is a perfect place to watch the championship basketball action. You need to be 21. Please gamble responsibly and that is a great place to go watch the game the glove sedano and cap championship game not a bad way to spend a monday sleep not all of us can be in in houston yeah, it'll like be a ner- little nerve-wracking of a weekend <laughs> but man if you can just if you can just get saturday it's the first game how great will saturday night be to enjoy the second game yes okay but okay yeah yes yeah yes 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 yeah. yes yes if you win on saturday now yep. all of a sudden now you got to punch the ticket it's like right now it's all good it's all good, right? Yeah. Whatever happened, we're in. You made the fun. The final four is awesome. It's yep. an amazing yep. accomplishment. If you win, now you're in the. Now you, you didn't make the final four. You lost the championship. It's like it oddly kind of mm. turns a little bit like that. Not that getting in isn't still incredibly awesome, but now it's like you still are thinking this is Cinderella. Hi, this hypothetically, is, let's say this happened. I, actually, I, not I, I went through this with my buddy. I'm like, this was before the Creighton game. I'm like. What if they got to the national championship? Like they, they, it's lined up to where they get there. Connecticut blew out Gonzaga by like thirty, mm-hmm. something like that. Remember Gonzaga and UCLA close matchup goes right down to the wire, and then UConn just blows them out. Let's say UConn takes care of Miami. Just again, another. I think they've the closest this um, UConn's had in a game has been fifteen, or it's like an average of fifteen right? points per one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think they've won by a total of ninety of their four games. Holy smokes! Something like which that, which almost never happens at the tournament. Which I was, I, I was seeing this yesterday because now I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm you're a like scout. Bill, you're like Billy Packer. <laughs> you're Bill Raftery. <laughs> I'm a scout. But just to play off of that, let's say UConn. It's UConn SDSU in the in the finals, and and UConn's just really, really good. I don't know if I, 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 I can only feel a certain way. What I didn't want them to happen is you played a team that you expected to win. And I think, you know, all of a sudden you have now expectations on Saturday. But let's see what happens. Get through Saturday and figure it out from there. Expectations are complicated, right? Because they, yeah, cha- they, cha- they, they change Changing every everything. It, mm-hmm. It's not just that, okay, we're here, whatever happens, it's great. But it, now all of a sudden you're supposed to. For instance, when the Mavs made the deal for Kyrie Irving, the expectations changed. They went from, yeah, we got Luka and we went to the conference finals last year, but it feels like, oh, we got another megastar. You turn around and here you are, March 27th, the Dallas Mavericks fresh off of losing two games to the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte's 25-51. and 
The Mavericks are now outside of both lines. They're below the six. They're below the ten. They are one full game behind Oklahoma City for the final spot in the Western Conference play-in tournament. Yeah. How can Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving mm. have been this ineffective since making that deal? And those Charlotte games are just bizarre. They're not going to make the playoffs. They might not. Look look at the rest of their t- – they, they are in the middle of a four-game road trip at Indiana, okay. at Philly, Tough. at Miami, Tough. at Atlanta – all tough. Those three teams, all three of them got something to fight for. Yeah. Um, then you end the season: Sacramento, Chicago, San Antonio. There's a very, very good likelihood that when they initially made the trade, whatever their record was, right when they made the trade, that they've lost four games in a row now, which makes it even more frustrating for Laker fans that their last win was against the Lakers without Luca. <laughs> and if the Maxi Kleba ending. becomes Ray Allen, hits three free throws oh. in a row and hits a, hits a three, I shouldn't have fouled him in that situation. <laughs> but they have been so bad since the trade deadline. And what this kind of all right, what are the questions that comes up if they don't make the playoffs? Is Luca happy with what's going on? Probably not. By the way, he's an idiot. Got his 16th technical. Is not going to play tonight against the Pacers. Bad deal, by the way. It's a huge awful mistake. look. Yeah. And we've talked. How many times have we talked about the, the dude complains so much? I'm a fan Non-stop. of his game. Nonstop. But damn, does he does Non-stop. he compete or does he um he does winds. he complain every time? So I, I think there's it's kind of an interesting situation where we're going to eventually see this Dallas Mavericks team if they don't make the playoffs, just just kind of shows you go make any trade you want at the deadline, you go do it everything you want. Not everything's going to work or match, and they are just in this colossal. Um, downward spiral. Well, it's and it has the ripples on the pond are real because because it's not just that they may miss the playoffs, which they might. Now they they're still only a game back with seven to go, so they 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 can find their way back in, but it's challenging to be sure. If they don't get in, it changes what they may do next. It changes what Kyrie might want to do next. Mm-hmm. That that does he does do you want to stay on a team that can't get in? Maybe not. Who knows what Kyrie's going to do? Kyrie's going to say, who's going to pay me? Of course. Yep. But maybe there are other teams that want to pay him. I think there probably will be. Now, all of a sudden, depending on what happens with the Lakers, do they get in or not? Do they advance or not? Do they get into the playoff series or not? Do they beat somebody or not? How does it look like with D'Angelo? Yep. Like, there, there are all, yep. all of these different layers to this thing. And if let, let's say the Lakers get in, but they don't get out of the play-in. Okay, mm-hmm. how much do you love this? Let's say they get out of the play-in and are the number seven or eight seed, and Memphis or Denver clips them in the first round in five games or something like that. Yeah, what does that mean? Like there are so many different things that Dallas. Because if Dallas were really good and they were in the mix and they're going into a series, and you think they're going to win? Kyrie's more than likely going to stay there. It's not a guarantee anymore. Everything's up in the air, and it, all of the stuff that's in the air could land on the Lakers. I would like to take back what I said about Luca. Sham Sharani just tweeted out the NBA has rescinded Dallas star Luca's 16 technical oh. foul, making him eligible to play tonight versus the Pacers. Um, That's one listen. of those the league went, uh, guys, yep. we need him to play in this yeah. game. Uh, we're taking that one off the board, right? He could have kicked the ball in the stands. Okay, <laughs> Punched a referee. They, they would have said, we got a chance to review this. And we really, really believe Luca was not wrong in this one. Well, Lucas playing tonight. Look, well, yeah, Lucas playing. Tonight. Look, it's like we talked about earlier with the beer sales and fast baseball game. At the end of the day, these teams are all trying to make money. These leagues are trying to make money. And I, look, I, I want these games to be as legitimate as possible. Yeah. But having Luka Doncic play in these games is probably 
the best. There's uh, Michael always says. Michael says the one thing he hates most about the NBA. He doesn't think you should be. He doesn't think you should have. Um, you shouldn't foul out of a game. Yeah. And what he's saying is, look, you get your six foul. This has an example. You get your six foul. It's free throw and the ball. Don't take the best player out of the game. Can't take people out in football. You yeah. don't take people out of baseball. Like it just doesn't happen. You could say a red card in soccer or whatever you want to call it. But for the most part, you don't take out you don't take out your stars. We're the only league to do it. Yeah, it's a weird deal. Let's go to the phones here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Ivan. Ivan, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, Ivan. Big fan of the show. They have two questions regarding my beloved Lakers. One, can you tell me what identity we have that Darvin has put on this team? And two, how can we take getting no blame in the media at all? Bad rotations, bad substitutions, bad timeouts, not getting AD the ball. How many times are we going to hear that excuse? It's seven games left in the season. We should have having our head coach sitting there, my bath in that game, the star player. And that's what he is, our star player right now, the, the ball. It's just ridiculous. Ivan, Ivan, appreciate you calling in. Uh, no one's making any excuses from yesterday. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, and I was doing the post game show, you, you and I talked about it earlier. There's no excuse when you're eight games left on the season. You're finally – by the way, they had won three games in a row. You had a chance to close out your homestand 4-1. and one. I'm not telling you it's perfect basketball, but that loss really hurts the Lakers. Of course it hurts the Lakers. And if you think Darvin Ham's getting a free pass as well, I don't think anybody was given any free passes yesterday. Lakers had – Anthony Davis took – what did we say? Eight shots yesterday? Okay. He took six free throws yesterday. We talked about Troy Brown Jr. took more shots. So did Malik Beasley. So did Malik. Malik Beasley took 14 threes yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Just to kind of put that in. Uh, probably too many. And, and towards the end of the game is where he took most of them, hit six, whatever it was. Um, yeah, that was. The guys didn't come out ready to go. Your head coach has something to do with that. Anthony Davis not getting the ball. The, the AD part, I, I will say this AD, then go get the ball. Like I, I think there's a portion of this we want to point at Anthony or we want to point at Darvin Ham and say you get him the ball. Do you have to tell Giannis to go get the ball? Do you have to go tell MB to go get the ball? Do you have to go tell LeBron or Joker or any of these pie Steph Curry? No, they're gonna go get theirs. And if AD takes eight shots in a game, I know you and I are both saying to ourselves, oh well, he got to the free throw line fifteen or sixteen times, right? <laughs> no, he didn't. He got there six times. So or uh, eight times. No, six times, three six. I, I think Ivan is on to something. I, I yesterday is not my point, but I think because the Lakers have had such a, for lack of a better word, an, a peculiar year where they've gone through a complete roster makeover, where they had a really unusual situation where an incredibly famous player Russell Westbrook you knew he was a short timer you knew he was going to move that's weird you got LeBron James who's in and out of the lineup you got Anthony Davis who's in and out of the lineup you're not you got off to a terrible start at two and eight like or two and ten excuse me that you have all these things going on that we haven't spent nearly as much time as we might if things were if they started the season with the same roster that they were ending the season with if it were and Anthony Davis was playing in 65 games LeBron James playing in 60 games we would be much more focused on how is Darvin Ham doing as a rookie head coach. There's been so many other things mm. in the Laker universe that is, that is distracted us from it. But I think Ivan's right. Their end of games are bad, Al. Mm-hmm. They're, they're bad. And, and, and I think a lot of them are a reflection of a coach who is learning how to be a head coach in the league on the job, right? He's a first-time head coach. They make bad decisions, whether it comes to foul or not foul. They don't really seem to have a a great deal of organization towards the end of games. 
they don't find a way to get Anthony Davis the ball a lot. Like Darvin made a joke the other day, and it was funny. They asked him, well, why did he go? Because his idiot head coach doesn't call. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's funny, and I like you taking responsibility for it, but there's something to that, right? I agree with you. Anthony Davis, whether he's getting his number called or not, should demand the basketball because that's what the best players are supposed to do. But there have been some bumpy moments at the end of games over the course of this season that, that we've that we've just kind of went past yeah. because there's so much other noise mm. in the room that Darwin's inexperience and and the end of games being as weird as they have been, we just kind of go, yeah, well, AD didn't play tonight, or when's LeBron coming back, or is Russ coming or going, or when you know D'Angelo going to? It's there's so many other things that that kind of takes a backseat. You know that stuff will get highlighted more is let's say they're in the playing oh, tournament. Yeah. Playing tournament, right? So now it's just a game you move on or you don't. Okay, let's go past that. Now you're in a seven game set against Denver. And now everything is about your coaching and your adjusting and what that coach did and what that coach did. Hopefully they're in a situation where we can have a little bit of that. Some good news for the Lakers. They got their guy back yesterday for how long? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you told me that you had some food meltdown this weekend? All right, here's what happened. Kind of, I don't know if we call it a celebration. It's not even a celebration. I don't even know what it was. You have a decision to make around 8.30 at night. Okay. 8.30. You go one or two ways. The right way is you already got food at the house. Just make something simple. Make something healthy. Call it a night. The wrong way is who's serving wings and where can we get the pizza from <laughs> in Pasadena, California? What time is this? 8.30. Okay. 8.30, we're starting the we're starting the research. So it's not even like you're going to get the food. I At around 9.30 last night. You delivered to the wrong place. <laughs> I delivered at the Thai restaurant again. It was waiting there for me. It wasn't even delivery. She went and picked it up. Um, wings and freaking Brooklyn-style type of pizza. Uh, just amazing pizza. But it's 9.30 at night here. And it's not like I went and had one slice and then we're calling no, it a night. not a chance. Uh, she's not a fan of wings, so I just have 12 yeah, wings that are sitting there. Sure. There's three left. I, I'm that I'm, I'm that controlling where there's three left. Air fryer. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, the pizza is just amazing. Two slices, but they're big yeah, slices. It's like That's four slices. Okay. <laughs> and then it was At like, least three, right? And then it was just brush your teeth and then good night. <laughs> the hell is that you got a few beers with all this right no beers no beers no beers you had, your wing, you had wings and pizza and no beers yeah at 9 30 so on what? a sunday night in for a penny in for a pound right i don't have it's funny i have i have good bourbons at home good liquor yeah, but, that's but i don't have wings and i don't pizza. have beers just kind of sitting there waiting at home yeah we're gonna have a lot of beers that. i have yeah. is either at the pickleball court or <laughs> i'm not saying you need to have like a a, a kegerator in your garage where you're drawing draft beers. Actually, every I'm lying. Night, I think I have a few Sapporos that yeah, have been sitting throw in there. them in the back. Just put them in the back yeah. and just you know for for that exact moment is why you just need a couple. Unbelievable. Nine forty five at night. I'm still eating. I'm like, yeah, I should go to bed now. <laughs> what kind of pizza was it? Um, it was. It's actually a square. 
Um, this specific place, Square Pizza. Okay. So on, on this, it was pepperoni. Sure. It was sausage. Sure. Um, and then it was some basil on top of it as well. That, that was it. Great. It was nothing like I took some red pepper flakes, throwing it sure. on there, get that on there. I'm using part of the, because the wings I got, I like the hot hot wings, so I'm using the sauce that they have there, dipping my crust in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's a mess. It was great. The first game with this team yesterday, too. So we all went to a bar afterwards, and the bar that you get the pitcher deal at, they had other deals, too, if you sign up with the league. But um, there was uh, two of the girls on the team were trying to, like, make friends, and so they ordered a bunch of food for the table. But I was really the only one picking at it, and I felt (laughs) weird about it because they kept on insisting, like, please, please have some. Like, we got this for the table, and I'm like, Were they eating it? They were eating it, too. you're fine. But then, like, nobody else at the table was, so I was like, is it, yeah, I was going to ask, should I feel weird about eating the one that eating The only thing that would have been weird if you were literally the only one eating. I know. They they were encouraging me, like, please eat. We got this for everybody. But but if they were nibbling at it, too, you're totally fine. What's weird is when somebody orders a bunch of food in a situation like that, and no one's eating it at all, and you're because I've been this guy, hand in the air. Then yeah, go back, and you realize, wait, no one else has had a single bite, and I'm back in line for the third time. Like this is, am I doing? Like was I not supposed to eat this? It's a, yeah, and I got a I got them moment. a drink too, so it's like you know, it's it's kind of like you yeah. know, I'm sharing yeah, the wealth. No, you're good, you're good. I did think about you this weekend. Um, Susan and I went and had lunch on Saturday afternoon in a Mexican restaurant, uh, Sada down in San Clemente, good spot, um, tortilla style. So they had the restaurant, restaurant style, style tortillas. Tortilla style and tortillas. As I'm eating them, I'm like, that's two tortillas. That's four tortillas. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't want six tortillas. I did not want that stack. I, I, I couldn't stop thinking it's about it. the worst. As I'm eating them. And so it's they not were a kind good of the, stat. The, the ones that are kind of shaped like this and it has the round edge. So you mm-hmm. can see the size of the tortilla. Tortilla would have been like this before they cut it. I ate six or eight tortillas. Oh, that's easily. That's an insane thing to do. Easily. Thanks for nothing, Emily. You're welcome, guys. You, you, you ruined certain my stats, chip consumption. There's certain stats I don't want. That's one of those stats. Way too much. What Look, pizza's waiting when I get home? Of course, it's you going right back. back. And the wings. Do it all over. Yeah, oh, yeah, the wings. I got three left. Air fryer. Um, LeBron surprisingly came back yesterday. I don't know. Very I mean, surprisingly. I'm assuming the people inside the building had an idea that he was close. But he played yesterday. He played 30 minutes. He, he looked like he hadn't played in a while. I I, I think you know the, the Lakers lost by ten points. They kind of fell behind like that, and they were really kind of never in the game. Um, Out for a month, yeah. Missed Thirteen games. Two doctors recommended season-ending surgery. He mm-hmm. went to the LeBron James of foot doctors mm-hmm. and found somebody that said, "Okay, we can do it like this." And he's back. I wonder if this is a he's healthy and he's ready to go, and let's hit the gas through these final seven games and into the playoffs and beyond. Or this is a what we were talking about last week, which is, look, this isn't perfect. I'm not 100%, but I need to be there for my team. I need to go out there and see if 80% of LeBron James is enough to get us into the play-in. 80% of LeBron James is enough to get us out of the play-in. 80%, and whatever the number is, or I'm ready to go, no limitations, full minutes. We'll have a better idea come Wednesday on whether he plays or not, how much he plays, but... I'm. We talked about it the other day. It yeah. happens all the time. Where look, this isn't perfect. Kobe played all the time, banged up. That this isn't perfect, but I'm going to let it go because it's the end of the season, and they need me. And without us, we don't have a good chance. With me, even limited, we've got a much better chance. Take it to another level. LeBron's in his 20th season, Trev. Right. 20th season. How many more cracks at this do you get? Good point. You know, and I, and I genuinely don't know that answer. I know LeBron signed with the Lakers next year. He's got a player option for that final year. But you're 20 years already in. You don't know what next year's going to look like. You have no idea. Are there going to well, be I, other can I throw types of? In there out? Maybe sure. you do. 
and you're thinking this may be our best chance. And and, and I'm I'm not even talking about the Laker roster yet. I'm talking more just of LeBron and his health and his three and a half, close to three and a half seasons mm-hmm. of just playoff games on top of the 20 years. And then if you look at the basketball side, maybe you're right. Maybe he's also looking at it and saying, okay, um, the Denver Nuggets have the best record in the Western Conference. Are they unbeatable? No. Of course not. The Memphis Grizzlies are after that. I think that's a question mark as well. The Sacramento Kings. Phoenix Suns is the only team that you might look at and say, wow, that's a really, really good team. If they're healthy, yeah, they KD's haven't been healthy. Playing. I think KD is going to come back at some point this week. But aren't the Lakers in the exact same boat? Like They're, they're the exact same boat as the Suns, which is they've got some good players on mm-hmm. the team. right? You've got D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Davis. Like you got Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul. But you're really going to go based on the guy that's not there with you right now. Kevin Durant and LeBron James. Yeah, but the only reason why I mention it like that is I think LeBron at this stage of his career, he's probably looking at this and saying, "Well, it's worth the freaking risk. Let me at least just try." He said something post game yesterday. He said when you know he was asked what actually happened to your foot, he said, "I I tore a tendon in my foot," and two doctors are telling him this is you know requires surgery. He's not going to go with it. And somebody had asked, are you going to get surgery after the season? If you have it, yeah, I go do. ahead. Did anyone ever suggest surgery? Yeah, two doctors. Why did you decide against it? Because I went to LeBron James with feet, and he told me I should. Are you going to need surgery on this after? I don't know. Right now I don't need it, so uh, we'll see what happens. I'll probably get another MRI at the end of the season and, uh, and go from there. But if I get if I end up having to get surgery um, after the season, you guys won't know. I don't talk to you guys in off season, and by the time next season starts, I'll be fine. I'll be ready to go. Uh, the reason why I think that's important too, there is a little bit of effort. I'm going to try. Yeah, effort. I'm I'm going to listen. If it doesn't, if I wake up on, if he woke up this morning and he could barely walk on it, or oh my gosh, I can't play with this pain. I think for LeBron James, a player that has played through a ton of injuries, this cow, I think he's the type of player that's going to say, all right, well, at least I tried rather than I didn't give it a shot to see where this team is. Yeah, that that's what I was talking about last week. And, and that answer is very specific. It's a little cagey. It's a, yeah, I was talked about the two doctors suggested surgery. Yes, I'll get a, a, a right now. What he said, right now, I don't. We'll, we'll take another MRI at the end of the season. If I have it, you won't know that this is a very cagey response to whether this thing is – because we've heard this before too, right? Look, you're not going to make it any worse. If you can tolerate the pain, go do it. We're going to have to fix it at the end of the year. And I'm just speculating here. Yeah. But we're going to have to fix it at the end of the year anyway, so let it rip, whether it's mm-hmm. partially this or partially that or fully this or fully that. It doesn't really matter. The repair is the same. It could just be a – and listen, my team needs me. We're we're hanging on by you know the the skin of our teeth. I'm gonna give it a shot. And if it, look, if the thing goes, then it goes, and we are where we were anyway. And if it doesn't, maybe you can keep it together for a week, a month, maybe longer. If all of a sudden you get, but that did not sound like I'm 100. percent I'm ready to go full steam ahead. That was very specific in not saying that. You know what's so weird too? If I told you seven games left. Lakers, by the time it's all said and done, they're a top six seed and they avoided the playing tournament. You'd be surprised, but yeah. it's not unlikely to happen. They're a game and a half from where the Warriors are. Mm-hmm. If I told you, Trav, they didn't make it. They they just they, they 
Dallas won a couple games in a row and they got to number 10 and the Lakers missed by a by a tiebreaker because yeah. Dallas has a tiebreaker. You'd be a little surprised but not shocked. If I told you they're 7th, okay. If I told you they're 10th, okay. The fact that they can be 6 through 11 in these final 7 games is just uh that's that's this fascinating. This is why you said it when we were out at Yamava 2 weeks ago. This is why every game is so important. That that Rockets game that they that Anthony Davis did not play that they lost could be so important because it could be in or out. Mm-hmm. It could be ten. Now you got to win two on the road. Nine, you got to win two, but you get one of them at home. Mm-hmm. Eight, you got to win one. You're on the road. Seven, you got to win one and you're at home. But you, even if you lose either seven or eight, get you get one. another chance mm-hmm. at home. Or six, you get to skip the whole damn thing and just be in a series. One game. That's why I think he's back, and that's why it's just you know what. Let's let it hang out. Let's let it rip. And whatever happens, happens. And if I'm ready, great. And if I'm not, oh well, I wasn't going to be ready anyway. We'll see. Hopefully, he stays Wednesday. I think we'll. I think we'll learn a lot when it, yeah, when I it think comes you're around right. I on think Wednesday. Right. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. This is tremendous. I'm very, very happy to play this. Mike McDaniel, who is the current head coach of the Miami Dolphins, used to be uh, an assistant coach with the uh, Washington Commanders. The Commanders are are on the block right now. Dan Snyder is going to sell the team. And Dan Snyder is on the short list of worst owners in professional sports. Just Never mind NFL, just all of them. Put them all together. Dan Snyder. He's right under Dean. He might. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But he's. There's some. The commanders have a lot of bad. Stuff. They got. I was going to say he, he he may be number one ahead of Dean. Dean's a bad owner as far as putting a quality product on the That's field. That's personal. Yeah. But Dan Snyder's got all sorts of like really ugly mm-hmm. allegations mm-hmm. against him and his his cronies and the team and it just and then there's this. This is what Mike McDaniel had to say. Wow, the organization's worth that much, and you know I couldn't get free coffee. <laughs> so apparently they were digging him for his coffee. When when he was an assistant with the Commanders, that that's just one of those. What am I doing here? This is the NFL, and I can't get a cup of coffee when I come into the building. We get free coffee. I was gonna say we have no problems. We get coffee here. here, good coffee right? too. And I, I don't think that Seven Ten's worth as much as an NFL franchise. That, Maybe that I don't know. quote should be in the locker room for the Miami Dolphins. That is so. Bad. I don't get. Fr- I didn't even get free coffee. How could imagine going to work every day knowing that they're just they're oh nickel and dime nickel and, and diming you? For He's your got. He, by the way, he does have basis. awful stories left and right. Whether it be personal, whether it be this, whether it be that. He's yeah, not everything a good, about not a good that person. Guy. Um, Cardinals pitcher Jordan Hicks yesterday in a spring training game threw a pitch that was hundred and four point six miles an hour. What? 104.6. Got rounded up to 105 on the radar gun in the game. It was officially 104.6. I want to go back to let's – let's go back 40 years. Nolan Ryan was the hardest-throwing guy in Major League Baseball, right? Yeah. Nolan Ryan threw about 100 miles an hour, and he was the only one. Okay, fast forward another 20 years. That You got Randy Johnson, you got Pedro Martinez, and they're high 90s over and over and over again. Kind of the same, maybe one or two more guys. Now where we are right now – Every mm. team's got a guy that throws 100. You've got a couple of Shohei's throwing 102 in the WBC. 20-year-old Japanese kid, Sasaki's throwing 102. This guy's throwing 104. The Angels have a guy in the minor leagues throwing 103. Oh got to move the gosh. mound back, right? At some point, if everybody's throwing 102, 103, 105 miles an hour, these games are already low scoring. Don't we have to move it back at some point? And I think the adjustments they made are the perfect adjustments for right now. For right now, you got the shift is gone. 
right? That's going to help get some runs in. Not everybody can. They can't load up one side the way they were loading up. Um, I think there's some the bags are a little bit bigger now. Yep. I know that's gonna that can kind of work both ways in a sense. That could work both ways. I don't know at what point do you feel like that has to happen sooner than later. Mm-hmm. So I went to a Dodger game last year. Arizona uh, was in town playing the Dodgers, and the I very hitters good getting seats. better too. Is not it's not an equal the, the, adjustment. They there. are getting better, but at some point there's nothing you can do, right? So we had very good seats right behind the Dodger dugout. They brought in Bruised Our Gratterall to pitch like the seventh or eighth inning. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's in, he's one of those guys that yeah. throws about 101 miles an hour. You can barely track the ball sitting in the stand, seeing it come out of his hand. You can barely see it. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. I mean, it's fun if there's one guy in the league that can do it, but if every team's got a couple of those guys, that's not a great product. Do you think they'll actually do something? You They're think that, that's a... when, when when there's 20 strikeouts in every game, hmm. when both teams are, are getting four or five hits a night? No, I, th- I think you got to do it. Lamar Jackson has said that he has officially requested a trade from the Baltimore Ravens. He said that he did it on March 2nd. He went public with it today, tweeted out a series of, I love you Ravens fans. They tagged him with the franchise tag, the lower version, where okay. other teams could match it if they wanted to and then provide compensation. No biters, no hmm. bidders. Lamar Jackson now wants to be traded. Do you want Lamar Jackson to be the quarterback of your football team? He's incredibly exciting, mm-hmm. but is he a winning quarterback? What's the best fit? If you can look at Lamar Baltimore. Jackson. Yeah. Right? Give me a different team. If you're uh, looking at a team. The Colts that, already ha- that doesn't have a really defined offense that could build around Lamar Jackson I think could be a good option the commanders I think that's the question the question is can you find a franchise out there that you could say to yourself look I don't know how this is going to work out but I'll take my chances with Lamar Jackson I'll take my chances with this style of quarterback this type of quarterback you're right it's not like you could look at the playoff history of Lamar Jackson and say man he's done this that and this in the postseason there's probably a lot of quarterbacks you can't say that about um is I'd there, be willing to take a chance on Lamar, but it's got just the right situation. Is there not something to be said to the really team good. that knows him the best? I know. Is saying, we're good. See what you can find. The problem with the Ravens is they're not, they're a well run organization. They have good coaching, they know what they're doing. So, And they know what they have, mm-hmm. right? They, they know what they have. And I get that Lamar wants Patrick Mahomes' money or whoever, whoever's at the top. Mahomes is at the top. But Deshaun Watson guarantees. Deshaun Watson kind of guarantees. We're going to guarantee him $200 million or whatever it is. But if I don't think that you're the guy that can take me where I need to be, there's no question Mahomes can do it, right? There's no question that yeah. if Josh Allen, you got you got a guy like that, like you believe that he can do it. Joe Burrow has proven that he can kind of go do those things. There's no proof that Lamar can do that. Fascinating. Representing himself, right? That's a whole other topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that may, may, maybe not the best idea in the world like, because the other every everybody's kind of skipping past this this idea that it's one thing that okay Lamar Jackson doesn't is not a contract lawyer that's you can hire somebody to do that agents have leverage I need you to do this for me are all these these 25 other guys I got mm. in my in my group are not coming to think about the influence that clutch has in the NBA sure it's not just LeBron James it's all the other players that they have and Boris they will power baseball, yeah they will power they do not necessarily wield a ton of power when you're representing yourself give me this no <laughs> well I but I said to give it to me <laughs> a little bit different changes pretty pretty quickly let's do a little super cross talk So you guys got any advice for Al heading to Houston to take uh, in First the of all, I'm I, yeah. uh, When UCLA won it in 95 in Seattle, me and a bunch of my friends wow. said, when's the next time we're going to be in this thing? Let's go. And we stayed up for three days, and it was completely <laughs> worth it. Uh, Mason and I were working with Jeannie Zalaska. Yep. Jeannie and I stayed up 
all night Monday night, the night they won it. And you remember the next day we had Jim Herrick on? Jim Herrick, and he yes. fell asleep. He fell asleep on the air. The interview. He had been up all yeah. night. He'd no been up way. all night. So Herrick, yeah, he I asked, had just left him. We were on at five, and I was with him at four. Yes, Jim, and, a question, uh, and he'd be. Well, boys, it feels good. <laughs> no, but way. you know what? Totally worth it. Well, Tuesday Very show memorable. might be interesting. <laughs> yeah, because that could be the case. So you're going. When are you leaving? So. I, I'm going to be like that on Saturday. Uh, luckily, I won't have a mic in front of me. But are you going in Friday or Saturday? So I'm going to fly. I'm going to take a 11 p.m. flight on Friday. Okay. okay. Lakers have Timberwolves on Friday, but it's a 5 p.m. tip off. Oh right, right. So I could finish and go straight from here to LAX. Nice. So you get in about 4:15 Central Time. Yep. 4:15 a.m. But who cares? Right. And then um, I think the plan is, I haven't booked it yet, but I got, I think the plan, there's like a 5.30 a.m. flight coming out on Tuesday okay. to LAX, <laughs> landing on at 7.30. The idea Done. is maybe if they win Saturday, we already got the tickets tomorrow. Yeah, right. Well, here's the other thing. If they lose Saturday, yeah. you can just sell your tickets to the team that won. Yep. That happens exactly. every year at the yeah. final exactly. four. Yeah. And then you just come home on Sunday. You're going to work Sunday. the Laker game. Oh, that's right. you got the Laker game How about night. this? They play Lakers-Rockets on Sunday in Houston. Well, oh, yeah. You right. don't want to go watch UConn against FAU in the final? Sweet. Sunday. Is it When are you leaving? Saturday? I'm going to leave Friday night, 11 p.m. Do you need somebody to drop you at the airport? Emily will do it. 877-710-ESPN. Um, <laughs> Sleeve to the airport. Mason is not offering no, I, I knew he was about airport no. rides. No. Emily, no. we all have things that we get pleasure from that maybe other people don't. You she have to likes be such a good person to, to do airport. that. No, she, she doesn't. She likes giving people rides to the airport. That's oh, a very good generous for you, thing em. to do because it sucks. But and LAX is a mess to the airport right now. yesterday. Worst. Yeah, it took forever. You know what we did? Here's here's the thing, Emily. Start doing this. Huge line for the departures. We just drove up to the arrivals, yep. yeah. dropped her off there. She walked downstairs. Arrivals is saved the spot. Us yeah, half an hour. We did that with my brother last week. Yeah. So, Mace, you went to Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Once coached by Jim Laranega. No kidding. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. He was. He sucked for us. Now he's going to the Final Four twice. <laughs> yeah, Bowling say, Green has places. all these kind of weird, like. Uh, uh, Oral Urban Hirsch, Meyer, or, or, Urban Meyer coach there. Wow, Oral Hershiser right. went to Bowling Rob Green. Blake. Mm-hmm. Rob Blake, the team of the Kings, went to Bowling no, Green. Won the really? national championship at Bowling yeah. Green. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like that's impressive. Great for, hockey for program. a for a like weird Northern Ohio school. It's got a lot of like significance. Plus to it. me. Well, clearly, yeah, clearly, we probably should have started with that. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. should have been our opening offer. But here's the thing about, about Usley is, and I'm I'm very proud of you that you're going. This may never happen. That's again. why I was asking I Mace. Yeah. Like, Johnny, it's a Bruin. UCLA is going to go to the final. They went last year, right? They're going to go. Yeah, right, they'll get there. fairly regularly. So the as year, a blue blood. the year I got married. Okay, so 1999 was in the middle of Bob Toledo's 20 game winning streak. Back to back 10 and two seasons. They went. Lost their first two, won ten in a row, won ten in a row to start wow. and the '99 the season. Hurricane, and then Miami. Now, so we were getting married. We did get married on January second, okay. and I had two honeymoon plans. One was because I was working on the radio broadcast team for UCLA that year, and one of them was go for football. Yeah, I was okay. a sideline guy. Chris Robertson, Matt Stevens were up yeah. in the booth, okay. and it was super fun. Yeah, and because they were winning every game, sure. And, and Bob Toledo was calling video. Fantastic. Games. This was the Cade McNown team, right? Yeah, and but but I mean, 
Freddie Mitchell would run a reverse and throw a pass. Bob Toledo was, once named a play Desha- after us, the Mason in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> no and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. It worked. It was he lateral to Deshaun Foster and he threw a pass. He was a really right. fun guy to do yeah. with. And, yeah. and, and and so like EA Sports hired Toledo to create plays for their game. I mean, it was like wow. it was Camelot for UCLA football. <laughs> so I had to make plans to A. Follow you see the national championship game that year was in the Fiesta Bowl. Okay. Be at the Fiesta Bowl or go to Cancun. And Lisa's <laughs> like, This is what I'm marrying. I, yeah, I'm going yes, exactly. Phoenix so or Cancun. You, your life is going to be thrown into turbulence over meaningless sporting events. So if you don't want to do this, get out now. Now, that was the year that the hurricane game was. Uh, uh, delayed, was postponed, postponed yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. went back and played and at lost. the end of the year. It was supposed to be early okay. in the year. Lost Miami to wasn't James. good. So go lost back, to James James Miami, go back yeah. and look this up. UCLA averaged that year 45 points a game on offense. Wow. And they lost that Miami game 51-45. to 45. Yep. And uh, Edron James ran for like 500 yards yeah, or something. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I remember that. But, uh, so... You got to go for it. So I'm glad you're going for Way it. Way to go yeah. sleep. Yeah. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, and I've got some, now that I'm going to be there when you're going to be there, I've got some ideas for you too. Okay. So we'll, we'll discuss I, I said to Al last week when they were, you know, once you're in the Sweet 16, it's two more games, you're in the Final Four. Right. right? right. And I said, right. you, you got to go. And they can beat Florida Atlantic. Of I mean, they, they may can. not. Florida Atlantic's good. Sure. But, but, but they, they, I would say it's a coin flip as well. Yeah, yeah, they make it to that's Monday. What, you're not playing Duke. No, no. That's a nine seed. That's what kind of made this so interesting. Friday night, they're playing Alabama. Right. Number one ranked school in the entire in the entire tournament. Yep. When Friday night happened, and John, it happened while we're at you know doing the pregame action, right. all that stuff at the game. Once it happened, it's like, wait a minute, they have Creighton and FAU to get to the national <laughs> well, championship, right? And they they pull it. They, and I think they pulled up. Well, yesterday was so weird because the internet went out at Crypto.com Arena. Weird. And uh, and so like. At one point, we had a guy sitting in front of us. It was a San Diego State grad in the stands. And Michael just at one point, the guy kept leaning over to look at our TV. Michael handed him his iPad. <laughs> no, so, wait a minute. The internet went out for everybody. And yeah. then the internet Except for you. Us too. You had it. No. 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 Then the internet went out and the guy was holding a dead Were iPad. Were you on the air? Yes. <laughs> oh. We're calling the game. So we told the guy, hey. Come up and stand behind us. Mm-hmm. And the end of that game took like half an hour. Yeah. They had like when 20 had- reviews. And uh, and then plus that was a very tough call at the end of the game. Although the, the call, you're yeah, talking about the I, foul. Yeah, it was a foul. I, was a foul. See, I, yeah, to me, foul. I never even thought it was. I, I never foul. thought it was yeah, a foul. It's a foul. I, I, because of what the hand on the hip. He had his arm hooked around hit, his hip. Well, you can't hit. It was a the hook. He didn't you, hit his arm. No, you can't hit a shooter it's in his the left, air. Anywhere in his body, it'll throw you off. Especially if you. He had jumped when he jumped. He basically, and that that's kind of the funny thing. You're either one of two things. Either I hear people saying, and I hear a lot more people saying. It's a foul. What do you want them to do? He he actually got fouled. And then you hear the other argument where it starts, well, you can't make that call in that situation. And it was a very physical game. They went to the free throw it's, line, whatever, it, 17 times in the entire game. How do you make that call then? It's like the Super Bowl, right? These referees are trained to, when they see it, they blow the whistle. Right. They throw the flag. You can't. I, I know that we'd like them to have total situational awareness at all times. But when I'm a referee and I see a guy with his hand around his hip, or if I see a guy pull a jersey, Gotta I'm call. throwing the flag yeah. and blowing the whistle. That's how it goes. I'd love to hot take this thing, but I can't. Yeah, because <laughs> I agree. Okay, speaking <laughs> speaking of officials, what? Somebody tell me why this isn't a bigger deal. Okay, so maybe three weeks ago, very close game um, between Denver and Toronto. And it's a one-point game with 30 seconds left. And Scott Foster calls a foul 
on Scotty Barnes, the reigning rookie of the year. Yep. Scotty Barnes, not only has Scotty Barnes never been thrown out of a game, he's never gotten a technical foul. Mm-hmm. So Barnes complains about the call, and Foster doesn't give him one T. Double T. Gives him, him out. two T's and throws him out in a one-point game with 30 seconds left. And I thought, you can't do that to the best player on the Raptors with 30 seconds left in a one-point game against the best team in the NBA? What are we doing here? So then, Not even a warning. Double T, right, you're out of the game. So last week at Crypto, Kawhi is dribbling down the lane, and he gets fouled, clearly. The officials miss it. He makes the shot, but he should have had an and one. And Kawhi turns around and just kind of looks at the ref and shakes his head like, what do I got to do to get a call? And the ref goes, technical foul to on Kawhi. Kawhi. And then, then, Terrence Mann. The fact that you guys don't know about this is even I knew stunning about to it, me. But you're right. Terrence Mann then looks at the ref and goes, you can't call an F and T on him. He doesn't talk. <laughs> and the ref goes to point. the ref goes to Terrence Mann. T T. Double you're T. Out. You're out in the second quarter. Terrence Mann, a good young player, sure, who literally said one thing: goes, you can't f and call that on him. He doesn't talk. So how about, so then, how about okay? So then, fast forward to yesterday. Yeah, yeah. that's All where right? he's going. Yesterday, Nikola Vucevic, who's from USC, who's been in the league for like 15 years, really good center, gets called for a foul. He doesn't agree with the call. He turns to the ref and goes, "That's a bad call, man." Technical foul on Vucevic, and Vucevic then turns and says something in Serbian. Right, which I'm pretty sure the ref can't understand. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't nice. <laughs> and Tony, have a nice day. Tony Brothers, <laughs> great the weather. Lead, the lead official from the other side of the court runs over to Vucevic and goes, "Double T, you're out." What are these officials doing? So I have a question. We Except for no... Luca. Except for Luca. Yeah, they rescinded. Luca, they took his T off so he can play tonight. <laughs> yeah, good. Right? That... I'm glad they did. That's so, a stupid rule, too. I, I want to go back. For, help me out here. Who was the guy? For, was it Van Vliet that went to the, yep. the and, and lit yeah. that referee up? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Right in the, in the post-game press yeah. conference? Yeah. And, so and, he and only got fined 25 Got Got fined 25000 But I was reading something that that referee, whose name escapes me at the moment, Basically, was demoted after that. That mm. they he was the lead referee. Basically, every official, every assignment he had up until that point, he was the number one guy. Right. right. Hmm. Since then, he's been the number one guy one time in fifteen games. So I, I've said this a million times. If if I was officiating, you would have to put your hands on me to get a technical foul. And if you wouldn't shut two up, two million times, by the way. Yeah. If you wouldn't <laughs> shut up, I would look at you and say. Mace, yes. we're playing on. Right. If you keep talking, I'm going to give you a technical, and I don't want to, but if you don't shut up, I'm going to give you one. And then, if he keeps yapping, I'll give him one. There's not even close to a warning with these guys. Not Slee, not only on the first tee, but what's so with the second tee? Why team? doesn't the league get involved and say, guys, if you, I'm this, the players, this is asinine. Yeah, if you I'm the players' union, players it is out. priority one. It, we're the only. I love the NBA. It's my favorite sport. We're the only team in the league, and I, I, I can't even get Mason to do this. I got this idea from Phil Jackson. Yeah, I hate we're the this only, idea. We're the only team that fouls people out, that takes people off the field. All right, but not for ejections. You're talking about yeah. like too many fouls. Too many in the fouls. Game. But right. uh, guys get ejected. The point I'm trying that. to make is, it's an entertainment product. Sure. Why are we removing players? Why does the league do something about it? That's my question. He says no fouling out. I would do this. Phil Jackson's I'm all right with that. I'm not. Phil Jackson's idea is when you get your sixth foul, you can stay in the game, but every foul you get after that is two shots and the ball. 
Yeah. So it's it's incredibly punitive. Sounds much more. But that way, if Joel Embiid fouls out, I just paid five hundred dollars for a ticket. I get to see Joel Embiid. Anthony Davis had five fouls yesterday. He sat for the whole third quarter. If there was no, no foul out rule, they would just leave him in. Why don't you like that, Mace? You know, I think there's a strategy that goes along with he's got three fouls, he's got to come out. He's got four fouls, he's got to come out. But five think about, fouls, think about what you just really said. Careful. He's got to come out, he's got to come out. Why are we setting up a system where you want a guy out? Because there's some str- strategy involved. But the, I, I but think the strategy still, is interesting. Would there not still be the strategy if all of a sudden I know it's if MB gets another one, I'm getting two shots two and shots the ball? Foul. Like that's mm-hmm. that's part of the no, strategy. That's, that's too. very punitive. That's but, very punitive. But this thing that the, those three examples I gave you with these refs that are throwing players. Out of games, who who and, and these players aren't aren't like taking swings at people. They're not yeah. going into the yeah. stands. They're not kicking a ball into the upper deck. Don't so, you think it's coming from the league though? Yes, it's no. coming from the well, league they, to stop whining. I have a theory, right. and and I want it's the anti whining approach. I want to go to something that happened today in spring training. I think maybe you guys have saw it on Twitter. Somebody said not it yet, to me in the for sure. Not show. yet. Okay, so. The Phillies are playing. JT Real Muto is catching. Okay. Okay. All right. And this is something that you guys have seen a million times. The uh, the ball is is fouled out or it hits the ground or something, and the ball gets tossed into the dugout, right? So right. The catcher needs a new ball. Sure. The catch Real Muto's in his crouch and he kind of puts his glove over his shoulder, like put the ball in my glove, which right. we've seen a thousand right. times, yep. right? He's not looking at the umpire. He can't even see him. His back right. the umpire's directly behind him. As the umpire's getting ready to set the ball in his glove, Real Muto takes his glove away. He had no idea that was so bad. Yeah. Just the the umpire. It's just perfect timing. And the ball hit the ground. Ball hits the ground. He thumbs Real Muto, kicks him out. No, what? Kicks him out of the game. Like, like takes his mask That's off, points at him, and does, does the heave ho. Right? Yeah. So Especially I, in a spring training game. So of I, think, all right. I think yeah. the point of well, all we're all of there this, to get it, yeah. get work. I think the point of what you're describing in the NBA, John, what this is an example of in Major League Baseball. These guys have these egos. Mm-hmm. They, they they have the officials, this. They yeah. have this thing where you're not gonna embarrass me. You're not gonna show me up. These are baseball things. In basketball, you're not gonna have the 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 chirping or whatever. It's ego. It's not just that the, it's dictated from the league. Because right. you're right. Why would you? Real right. Muto is one of the best players on the. Why are we kicking I, guys out? Because my feelings got hurt. I'm gonna say ego. one thing on Mace. You mentioned. If there's one thing that I'll defend some of these referees, the NBA, there's so much whining. Oh, there's so much complaining. Nobody ever every single foul. What if? But I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying. Okay, hey, Jack that guys. deserves a technical foul. And that what would deserves, be wrong with me saying to you if you're whining a lot? I wish there was hey, more conversation. Alan, mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. You've complained on the last five calls. All right. Chances you, are he has. If you, yeah. <laughs> if you continue, I'm giving you a T rather than. Giving you one T, and then if you say anything else, giving you another one. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, the, the the players complain so much, but at the same time, there isn't this. You guys, you guys always mention this during the broadcast that back in the day, there used to be more of a referee saying, "Are you really going to keep complaining about that? Co- yeah. Whatever it is, right? right. You really shut think up, that was you a foul? big baby. Draw a red line. Draw just, a red line. Say, look, line in the sand. Shut up. I'm done with you. But there could at least be a little bit more back and forth. I hate how the NBA players flop, and I hate how the NBA players complain. But that still should not justify, hey, you're throwing a player out, you're taking him out. When I was doing the the Lakers for those couple of seasons, I would sit right behind the baseline. Right. Right. A couple of, and right. there was a, uh, Blake Griffin was playing for the Clippers at this point. And I think, I forget who's getting into it, but they were kind of trading elbows and things like that. And, yeah. And Griffin, 
at one point, turn to the referee and goes, are you going to do something about this or do I have to do it myself? In other words, you need to blow the whistle or I'm going to smack this guy, which right. is the implied threat. Right. And the referee takes the whistle out of his mouth and goes, shut up, Blake. And they ran back down to the other end. And right. they both kind of went, and, all right. And that, Michael's, that's just what it was. Michael says that happened all the time yeah. when he played. That that if you said something to the ref, the ref would say, I didn't see it. Shut up. <laughs> Keep playing. <laughs> there, there is no. And, and here's the other thing. Again, we get back to this is an entertainment product. Stopping the game for no reason to me is really stupid. For extended periods of time. Oh, yeah. It's for really stupid. It's why I want to get rid of replay until the last two minutes of a game because you can't trust these guys not to take 10 minutes. But the last two minutes of the game are the longest part of the game. Minutes. Right. But at least then the first 46 minutes, we don't have to yeah, put up right, with it. Yeah, right. True. If you, here's the, one last thing before we go. The replay thing that needs to be fixed more than anything. If you can't figure it out in 30 seconds with Clark on the floor, we stands. can see yeah. it on TV. Yeah. Otherwise, but so, call but on the floor. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you're like, eh, I don't know. Call but you have, but you, you have a seconds, ticking clock. I don't know. Whatever Done. was called on the mm -hmm. floor, we're going with that. Yeah. That's to fix egregious mistakes, yeah. not to frame by frame by frame. Super Crosstalk is powered by In N Out Burger. That's what a hammer is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Go Aztecs, Sleep. We'll see you tomorrow. Sleep. The hotel.